KG, thanks for being yeah. here, brother. Welcome to Phenomenal Fitness for Life podcast. Me, your boy, host, Anthony Sean Armstead from Phenomenal Fitness. What's up, bro? Hey, Sean. How you doing, man? I'm glad to be here. Excited to have you, man. I have All admired right. your work close up and far away for some decades now, my brother. <laughs> well, thanks. I've admired your work, too, man. How you... Uh, get people in shape over at Phenomenal Fitness. And, you know, you, of course, you've trained my mother-in-law, my father-in-law and all that. So, you know, I, I see the results of your work as well. <laughs> so without any further ado, bro, I got some questions for you. Kind of get into your head and kind of get learn more. And I really want the, the, the viewers to check out some important things regarding Kendall Gill and that longstanding success in your endeavors. And then some other questions. For example... Okay. You obviously have a serious passion for physical development mm. from way back. You know, I've, I've seen you on the court at University of Illinois. I've watched you in the pros, your boxing passion. What what drives you to be like that? Where does that come uh, from? Yeah, you know, man, it's, we used to live on 82nd and Sangamon uh, when I was a kid, uh, the first 10 years of my life. Because, you know, everybody thinks I'm from the suburbs, but I'm really not. <laughs> Yeah, from 82nd and Sangamon, you know. Okay. And, and uh, on the south side. Absolutely. So, I know the place. You know, yeah. So I got I got started in the alley there with my cousins, my brother. And that's where my competitive spirit came from because nobody wanted to lose or, or you know, you always wanted to be better than the next guy yep. in that alley. And from that alley, it went to Foster Park. Okay. okay? And then. I played Little League in Foster Park. I remember one significant thing happened to me when I was a kid. I was I was uh, seven years old. I made the team for the, they were the Astros in, in Little League at Foster Park. So, But I brought my birth certificate. They said, you're not old enough to play. So hmm. I went home, and I was crying to my mother. Like, they won't let me play, Mom, this and that. She felt bad. She said, well, you got to wait till next year, and you'll get them next year. So I used to go to the game still just to watch the kids play. And I would look and I'm like, I'm better than that kid. You know, even right. though they were a year older than me. That's where I got my competitive spirit from, man. I mean, it just drove me to be better that next year. It's like, I'm going to make this team again and I'm going to be the best on the team. That was my mindset. So, you know, and it just carried over into everything else. <laughs> That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So now with that said, it sounds like, a setback or being denied the opportunity lit a mm -hmm. serious fire on what was already there. Yeah, it, it, it lit a serious fire under me because, you know, I saw guys that, that uh, even at that age, I saw guys at seven years old that, that I was like, he, you know, that he's not better than me, you know, and that's where it, that's where it came from. And then I, I had this need to prove it not only to them, but to the team that, you know, kind of cut me. It's sort of like a, you know, how that old scenario where Michael Jordan didn't make the varsity team. And then he, Absolutely. I was, it was, it was similar to that, you know, uh, they wouldn't, they just wouldn't let me play, man. And I, and I was upset about it. So, you know, that's where, that's where my competitive drive comes from. Now, as it relates to your practice and getting it in on a daily basis, were there any role models or people that you favored the way they did it and you tweaked their style is anything that motivated you from the external besides being put down no nothing that motivated me i was always motivated i was always a hard worker 
you know, even to this day, you know, it's just in my DNA to work hard. You know, anything that I believe in, I'm going to work hard at it. And, um, you know, it, it, putting in the extra time because I know the formula, Sean, like, like uh, you and your fitness business. I know you, you put in so many hours, so many years of hard work. You know what you need to do. You know the work you need to put in in yes, order sir. to make your business successful. I know that formula, too. You know, from yes, a physical, from a, from getting ready for a physical contest to getting ready uh, for my broadcast, you know, I put in I put in the work. You know, because it's it's simple. You just work harder than everybody else. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, yes, and, and you'll be successful, and you and you'll get to the prize. So, you know, that's that's my mentality, and you know, that's what I try and instill in, into my children. And to anybody else that that asked me about it, you know, I'm just like, it's not that hard. I mean, I'm I'm just like everybody else. Just I just work harder than everybody else. That's it. And I've seen that majestic work ethic of yours for for decades. It, as it relates to the time, like successful aging, do you? Is there anything different for you as your body has aged and and old injuries or things that you really know you need to do to stay fresh and ready to go? Yeah, I, I don't, I work smarter now instead of, you know, when I was younger, I used to be all out. I used to be in the gym eight hours a day. You know? Right, right, but, right. But now I've become more efficient. I didn't need to do all of that stuff. But I mean, because you don't know, because you're so young, uh, you just sometimes have a tendency to go overboard and overtrain. I know exactly what I need to do to get in shape, to get in top level shape. And I won't do all the excess stuff that I used to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure you know this as as a trainer because you train people that you don't you only push them to a, a certain point. Anything else is overtraining. Absolutely. You know, I would be. I, I can't tell you the amount of years I was probably probably overtrained. Yes. I didn't know it. Yes, sir. You know, and, and when you overtrain, you hurt yourself because your performance suffers. You know. So that's that's what I, I've learned in my old age, man. Do not overtrain whatsoever because you know it's and now that we're older, if we overtrain, we're more susceptible to injury. Major. So yeah, so so that's why that, that's the biggest difference in me even 10 years ago to right now. That makes total sense, and I concur 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, like quality yeah. over quantity. And yep. managing it over the course of the week and the month. Right, exactly. Yep, that's the point. Is there anything? So for, for me with phenomenal fitness and for the team, you got strength work, flexibility work, joint mobility work, and various types of conditioning. The big the four-headed horseman. Is there anything now today, particularly in your pursuits and that power work you do in boxing? Is there anything that you do more now that and did less did a little less in, in, in the early years? Yeah, I, I do a lot more joint mobility and stretching now. Um, you know, as we get older, you know, we have a tendency to get stiff. Like, yes. for example, you know, if you go back, you look at a lot, a lot of my old teammates uh, that I played with in pro basketball and even college basketball. You know, when we're sitting around, I can tell who's been working and who hasn't because I can just watch them get up out of a chair. Yes. To see whether they have the flexibility or whether they're stiff getting out of the chair and everything. So 
I think it's imperative for, for you to stretch as much as you can and to and for you to move those joints as much as you can. You know, I, I do this thing called super joints every oh, day. Yeah. I do super joints because when I move, I try to move every joint in my body every day, yes. at least 20 reps each time. And I try to also stretch my muscles as well. A lot of people, a lot of people say, well, joint mobility is stretching. Not, well, not, not really. You, <laughs> you're doing the joints, as you know. Exactly. You got to do your, and then you got to do your muscles. So Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what I do more than anything now, more than, more so than the, than the strength training and because I still do strength training and endurance training, but that joint and that mobility training, man, is, um, is, I think is most important as you get older. It's so wonderful to hear you say that KG, because I have found the same, like it, yeah. it's the strength for people is so much more easy to maintain if you're doing the right things a few mm-hmm. times a week, but people tend to really, really not understand the difference between flexibility, which is, extensibility of muscles, whereas joint mobility is working at the joint regarding its main range of motion and healthy right. functioning. Right. Absolutely. You know, when some people like I had a problem with my, with my shoulder, even like it was about a month ago. And I was like, Oh, you know what? I haven't been doing my joint mobility exercises. That's what, that's what the problem is. So I did, I, I got back on it. Two or two or three weeks, my shoulder was back, right back to one hundred percent. That's what's you know? up. Yeah, yeah. That is amazing and wonderful to hear, bro. Because I'm telling you, and when it comes to successful aging, the flexibility joint mobility combination with the appropriate strategic strength work makes all mm-hmm. the difference in the world. It it does, and you know you you feel I, I actually when I when I do when I put all of them together, I feel just like I'm 18 years old again, man. That's what's uh, up. You know, I, I may not be, I may not be able to perform like that or run as fast as I did when I was 18, but I can come pretty close and also I feel good. Yes. You know, my body feels good. And that's, and, and I, at our age, that's what it's about feeling. That's what it's about. Like, like you're young, you know, and, and, it, and you know, it, it, it does so much for your psyche, your emotional and your mental uh, happiness, you know, that, that you, that you mobile and you can still move and stuff, you know, because Sean, you know, guys that are, that are our age in their fifties and everything, you know, I see a lot of guys, man, they, they just walk, walk and bend over stiff leg, can't bend down. That's if I was like that, man, I'd feel horrible, horrible, bro. You know? Horrible. So I, that's why I got to put in the work each and every day because I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> not even. It's a choice. It is a decision and it's something that has to be done on a very frequent basis. So when you tell someone your age, don't, consistently, they step back like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I know you get that too because I've seen it. <laughs> I see people say, no, Sean's not that age. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, we but, get it. But we earned it. We earned it. Yeah, but 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 we put the work in. Put the work in. it. Every day, you know, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't have time for that. Look, man, I, I know you at least got an hour a day to contribute to your health, to you being Absolutely. here on this earth, you know. So I, I'm not really, yeah, like I'm not really compassionate with people that say I don't have the time. Same. You, you can find you can find an hour a day. Get up, get up early, you know, or, or go to sleep early so you can get up and train early. You know, absolutely. Then you had the rest of your day. Then you had the rest of your day to yourself. You know, but but I think and no regrets. Have to make the, 
Yeah, no regrets. You're right. And I think people have to make that commitment to themselves so that they can be here and 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 live their life healthy and in happiness. You know, my grandfather passed away about seven, eight years ago. He was he was in a nursing home. He hated being there. And the reason why is because he couldn't take care of himself. I was always a healthy guy and everything. But, you know, I saw when I used to go visit him and everything, I saw how they would bring the people out and put them in the hallway. They would be in the wheelchairs. And I'm, I'm like, why do y'all have them out here in the hallway like this, just sitting there? I said, well, we got to get them out of their room. Hmm. I was like, I am never, ever, ever going to be, if I can help it, in a yes. nursing home. Yes. So that's, you know, that's all, that's also a driving force in my mind, you know, because I see those people that were in those wheelchairs that can't move, that have to have people waiting on them and things like that. I was like, if I can help it, I'm never going to be in that position, you know. Brother, you are that, speaking the words. Yeah. And part of that, I feel part you. of that, yeah, part of that is getting up every day and paying your dues, man, putting that money in the bank account, you know. I hear you, KG. I swear I do. I, I It's so yeah. interesting. They say methods are many. Principles are few. Methods mm-hmm. always change. Principles never do. The major points that you're sharing That's with amazing. us right now, I, I get it 100%. And it's interesting how yeah. my, my pops passed, you know, last year, last summer. Uh, and I used yeah, to say, so dad, yeah. dad, thanks, brother. Mm-hmm. Can we do this? Can we work? Can we do, you know, we do it work this. I send somebody over. You come to the gym. We pick you up every which way I could to try to get him to move for the last, you know, 15 years or so. And he would always, from his generation and his mindset, it was an always no. When he stopped working, he was a janitor for CPS. He just sat and looked at TV. Then he started laying down and looking at TV. And that's all he wanted to do. That's yeah. all he wanted to do. And as a result, his, his the dysfunction he had in his joints were a, were a result of not using, therefore misusing. Yeah. And right. to your point, I'm like, I will never allow mm-hmm. myself to go out like that. You know, that real proactive pers- perspective of how we're going to live as young warriors or middle-aged right. warriors or plus, you know, and just keep keeping it moving and all that. KG, on another note, before we before we end, I want to ask you about 6040. You had enormous mm-hmm. success with 6040. Can you tell right. us about the concept and what's going on with it now? Yeah, well, the 6040 program was developed because by accident, uh, you know, just me, me, Ian Mahoney last year during the pandemic, um, I asked him, did he want to come out and run with me and do this program that I did in college? So he came out, he ran with me, and then all of a sudden, well, we posted it on we posted it on social media then it just it just got traction man and everybody we had all these people wanting to come out and do see the 6040 program um and i think what a lot of people like about it is that it's it's intense but it is quick and like you said earlier Quality over quantity. That, that's what the 60-40 workout is. It's quality okay. work. And what it is is you sprint 60 yards, you jog 40, you touch the goal line, you turn around and you do it again. Your first day, you got to do 20 uh, lengths of the football field, which is 2,000 yards. Your second day, you got to do 21. And then you each day up until you get to 45. And then when you get to 45, you take one off a day until you get back down to 20. That's called running the cycle. And after that, you do the calisthenics. So you're working – 
each muscle in your body each and every day for 50 days. Um, the people love it because one, it works. Two, it does not take that long. At most, you, you're out there for 45 minutes. But because it's so fun, everybody stays after they work. Wow. Everybody stays after they work out to hang out, you know, with, with all the people, which is cool because, you know, we have music out there and people are That's laughing and, you know, community. having a good time. Yeah, it's a community of, of people. And the thing is, we get we have good people in the group. Uh, we have everybody from the attorney general to the lieutenant general all the way down to nail techs. You know, so we have KG. Every, every person in the spectrum. It was so amazing. So many people, man, I would see coming. One, they were super psyched, super psyched. But so many people lost weight. Like yeah, I, some people yeah. I, I knew, some people I trained for many years, and they never lost that much weight in that mm-hmm. short a period of time and you have kept it off. Well, thanks. Yeah. And the thing is, is because, you know, you're constantly moving, you're constantly burning calories. Another thing is they don't realize this, but they're actually working out before they eat. And, and, and John, you know this, so, so you, you, you burn that glycogen the first 20 minutes, then after that, yes, it's all fat. That's burned. right. So, so now they, so, so now after that first 20 minutes, now, now they're burning the fat and the fat is yes, coming sir. off of them and they're doing it every day, you know, yep. and they, but they don't realize it's like, you know, cause they're like, Oh, well, I gotta go eat breakfast now. I'm like, okay, good. You know, have a nice breakfast. Don't go, don't go overboard, but right. you know, cause you're going to need some energy for next year. But um, I mean, for the next day, but it's designed that way. So you exercise before you eat. That's what's you up. Know? And that's, that's a big key. To the way we train, you train a yeah. really substantial workout on a fasted body, and then right. you fuel it, and all that fuel goes to muscle development and replacing the expended the expended glycogen. Yep, exactly. You know, and and that's a big reason why it works, man. And uh, you know, I tell, <laughs> little do I tell, they know, little do they know. I don't, yeah, little <laughs> do they know. But you know, and a lot of some people, you know, if they miss the morning workout, they'll do it at night, which is fine. Yeah. But you know, that is, it's not the same benefit as if you hit it the first thing in the morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to share with us, KG? No, I just, you know, I, you know, I appreciate you putting me on the podcast, man. You, you guys continue to do great work over there. Phenomenal. And, uh, thank you, KG. You know, Maria, Maria stretches out everybody and everything. Absolutely. So y'all actually need to get back over there and get a session in with it. Cause I haven't had one in a while. Appreciate the podcast and, and, and bringing some attention to uh, our program over at the 6040. Got yeah, nothing but love and respect for you, KG. You are an amazing brother. And it's so, it's, every time I see you, it just does my heart and my spirit good, my brother. Same to you, man. Same to you. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right, baby. Take it Thanks, easy. KG.